Welcome to Didi's Daily Dose, where we talk life, career, sex, and money. Now, each episode will have a different guest or group of guests on the podcast. And the goal is to explore life, to tell us what your truth is, and for us to share our truths together. We laugh, we cry, and we get drunk off wine. <laughs> so thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. Be sure to subscribe to Didi's Daily Dose. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of Didi's Daily Dose. So I know it's been a while since you guys heard from me, and it's a surprise because you can see me now, right? And we have some very special guests in the building today, and I just want to let you guys know we're going to come to you real and raw, and I just feel like on a lot of platforms, we always get the male perspective of day. We always get the OG, you know, back in my day and what a woman should be doing, and I'm just going to tell you, we had a conversation a while ago um, just over some drinks out of town, and... They were dropping gems. So I just feel like we could all benefit from getting some relationship advice and hearing some of the stories from some some women who have been there and done that and can really put us on game. So I want to introduce to you guys Tracy, Carol, and Kim. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. So I want you guys to go around the room and just your name, what you currently do for a living, and if you're single or in a relationship. So we'll start here. We'll start here? Yes. Okay. My name is Kim. Um, I am a clinical program manager at UAB for the Division of uh, Multiple Sclerosis. I am currently single and dating, um, and I am excited to be here today. I'm excited to have you. <laughs> Let's move to this side. I am Carol. I am a registered nurse. Um, I work at a substance abuse center and I work at UAB in behavioral health. I am single Wait, and I mean, um, you got to be willing to do a little more than mingle. What we're looking for? Just something a little bit more substantial. I know that's right. We're going to come back to that because I want to hear about that. <laughs> right here. Glad to be here. I am Tracy and I am a full-time student and I am single dating. Single and dating. Single, single and, and dating. Maybe dating. Dating for sure. Single and dating. Dating for sure. Oh, we've lucked up. Yeah. Listen. For sure. It's open season. It's, it's open, open season. season. <laughs> now, listen, guys. One of the first conversations that we had that really drew me to the table um, was there is an opinion that a woman's bra and panties should always match. It don't matter what's going on. Now, when I was walking past them, I had on some underwear with a couple holes in them and a sports bra. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, what am I missing? So, I want to dive into that ideology okay. and, and the meaning or the purpose behind it and all you guys' take on it. Okay. You want to start with me again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my take is that brown panties should match. Um, the reason being, for me, it makes me feel sexy and, um, for lack of a better term, always prepared. Have <laughs> you been in a situation where your bra and panties didn't match and you felt like, and that's what got it started? Uh, no. Oh, they've been matching. Well, well, let me tell you, I've been wearing matching underwear probably, I'm 55, probably 
about 22. My aunt and I used to, she lived in California. We used to wait on Victoria's Secret semi-annual sales and one month, one in the summer, she would buy all the stuff. And in the winter, I would buy all the stuff. And it just became a trend. I realized at that point, wow, this is like, you're not empowered. empowered. I was going to say empowered, but I kind of feel like, I don't know if empowered is the right word, but actually it is. Was it a confidence boost? It was very much a confidence booster. Okay. I will walk in the bathroom. When I when I come home from work, I literally strip down to my underwear. And of course, the first thing that you normally want to get rid of is the bra. But first, I always have to use the restroom. So walking past the bathroom mirror with matching panties and bra, you're like, It's like you feel good. I'm, I, I, I'm, I got it. Feel good. So what about you? How do you feel about um, the, the matching bra and panties? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, yeah, coordinate. Like, because my thing is, yes, that's wonderful if you can match. But as long as you're not out here with, you know, bloomers and I don't know what kind of bra, as long as you coordinate and you look nice. Um, because yeah, when you get into it, it doesn't really, you ain't looking at your bra and panties. Mm -hmm. I would just like to, to say, oh, okay. Not necessarily matchy matchy, but I have to be transparent. I was at a place where I I came by out of Victoria's Secret at one point. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was just making sure I look nice. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you just, and there are boosters. It's boosting season, ladies. So you're trying to get your matching bra panties on. It let me find you a good booster. Let me let me make something clear. You don't have to. I just use Victoria's Secret because that's where my ideology started. But um, no, no, it doesn't have to be Victoria's Secret. Oh, by the way, guys, they are all sisters, and they remind me so much of my sister. So if you see like the sister chemistry, that's just what it is. No, it does not have to be Victoria's Secret. But because I had um, breasts that I couldn't buy off the shelf, it was not very likely that, that I would be able to match everything, but everything looked nice. Mm-hmm. Like you knew, okay, you put together as opposed to what you got on again. So that's my point. It's not necessarily Victoria's Secret. You can get a cute bra and penny like from anywhere, but right. for me, that wasn't possible all the time. So. And what about you? Do you feel like your bra and panties got to match or it's not that big of a deal? So, no, I don't feel like they need to match. It's not that big a deal because at the end of the day, it's coming off. And really, it's nice to look nice mm-hmm. and feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. But being desired is what the ultimate goal is, you mm-hmm. know. And so I can only speak from like being married at one point. Mm-hmm. And yes, they were matching then. But so dating throughout now, the course of the entire marriage, it was dressed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like um, just, just, you Sexy. know, yeah. Matching bra, matching panties. Um, now, I didn't do the little nighties and things like that. But, mm-hmm. um, if you're desired, then they don't care what you have on, honestly. So so let's pivot for a second because you said you were previously married. Mm-hmm. Tell me how old you were, how you guys met, and how it all started. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I got married when, we, when I was 30. Was I 30? 31. 
met in high school. <laughs> we met in high school. Oh, high school sweetheart. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, what was that? Well, he was my high school sweetheart. Was he somebody else's too? He was a lot of people's sweetheart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So typical. And yeah. that didn't change. Typical nuggle. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that didn't change a lot when we got married, but um, was fifteen when we met, and I got an epiphany at thirty, and I was like. If this is what we're doing, then we need to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can go your way and I'm going mine. Like, I'm just not going to live in sin. Like, you know. So, were y'all together from high school to 30? With off, and on, off and on. Okay. Off and on. And, you know, like I said, more for me, it was always on. Mm-hmm. More for him, it was you, you, and you. In this area code. In, in this area code. Mm-hmm. So, he was you know he was out there but I can honestly say um today we're at a place that we can talk about those things Mm -hmm. and they don't affect me so with that being you guys' experience early on with him kind of dealing like the immaturity of being a male what kept you guys together for so long to make it to the point of marriage um so again it was just my decision that I if you're going to be here, then you're going to be here as my husband. Mm-hmm. And so um, I asked him what made him decide at that point, And he said it was time. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get married and, you know, no shade. You live, you learn. I'm not bitter or angry, but that should have never happened. You know, what was the, the marriage like and how long were you guys married? I think we, we were married. uh Less time than we were together the whole throughout the whole course of our relationship, and um, let's see. I, I I mean I just he I it was me. I decided we needed to get married. He agreed. He knew what he had to do, but he wasn't ready mm-hmm. for marriage. And um, you know it just blew up because one night you know you know you know that you know. And um, everything just went haywire. And so he said, I can't be the person you need me to be. And, you know, we parted ways. Now, it wasn't that smooth. It was it was quite and serious. sisters, I'm pretty sure you guys got, like, a front row seat. Because as sisters, a lot of times, we just best friends by nature. How was it for you guys when, through just the duration of the relationship, I guess? So, I am probably Peg the most vocal. Um, Virgo the code word. Um, and throughout the, I, I said ergo, like, as so that therefore we needed a this, this is one enough is enough word. Okay. Um, are you good? So, knowing them. Today's episode of Dee Dee's Daily Dose is brought to you by Moray Apparel. This is a boutique for the girls on the go. Fast fashion, vacation, date night, girls night, you name it. Moray Apparel has exactly what you need. Shop today. That's M-O-O-R-R-E Apparel at Shopify.com.
um, having a front row seat mm-hmm. because it's I, I used to we 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 all we're closer in age, so this was my like when they went on a date I went on a date it was all three of us and when they went I went so I was very close to them. Um, they went off to college. Tracy came home. I kind of replaced her because that was my time to go. So I was always the little sister that was in his ear like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Who are these bitches? Like, so you, you know, used to actually catch him in the act? We were neighbors. I lived downstairs. He lived upstairs. And the ironic thing is he would always, don't try to leave out after nine, because he would act like he was our daddy on his patio. Where the hell are y'all going? My question is, who are these bitches that's coming to your door? So it was always, to me, I do not believe in, I don't care who it is, right is right. Mm -hmm. And that's my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, So he would not not get an earful from me. But at the end of the day, that's my sister. So I Did want... you ever try like a tough love approach like girl this nigga ain't shit? No, because no. there is absolutely nothing. And I learned this, um I knew this, but I this was confirmed in my marriage. There's nothing that they can say to me that I hadn't thought myself. I'm so glad that there is that you spoke that because I think nothing. sometimes when people that we care about are in toxic mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. we think we can talk them out of it you or can. we can like rationalize with them but the reality of it is when we try to do stuff like that we just push them away yeah right because you only get enough when you then have you when you and and, and you have to be the person go ahead no you're fine what i didn't say was and you asked me this question how it ended i knew it should have never happened and i thought all the time i was like how can i get out of this how can i get out of this i gotta take care of my children how can i I need to leave this relationship. And this was before it blew up. And so I was just there. Mm-hmm. He was um, taking care of us financially. But that's it. You were know? you working at the time where you were staying home? I was working. Mm-hmm. I was working. And so, you know, he wanted the house, the cars, the, the lifestyle. Which that didn't matter to me. Because my happiness was at stake. And I was never happy. And I asked him today. I was like, do you ever recall me smiling? or laughing or um, having a good time or appearing to have a good time? No, because from inception to when things went left, dissolution, I was not happy. Wow. And it was constant cheating. And my sisters were not privy to a lot of the things that I dealt with until we got divorced. I was going to say, like, I never knew any of that stuff. I never knew all the things that were going on. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I would, like she said, they're road dogs, and I'm the big sister, and I'm doing my thing. What's the age gap? Two years and three years. Okay. Between, so between, between yeah. us. But we're one, year one and a half one or something change. like that. And yeah. see, that that I knew was enough. Yeah. I know. But see, I never knew any of that, and I think it's just been in, what, the past 10 years that we had Maybe. a real conversation about it? Yeah. Because yeah. I never knew. I was like, wow. I just... I mean, you can assume, but I never knew. So, mm-hmm. so I I, I, I get a lot of my pain from yeah. them. I used so, to envy. What have you done since then to to remedy or to to treat that part of you that was hurt during that time? Because that's, that's a long question. time of hurt. That's a long time of pain and just kind of silencing yourself yeah. for the sake of like your family. So, right. what have you done to 
So Kim always tells us we need therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm open to therapy. <laughs> I'm well, open to it, but I have, no, you have you didn't. Um, but honestly, for me, I just had to. This the experience was life transforming for me, mm-hmm. and I learned so much about myself. Now, did I do professional counseling and things like that? No, I pray. Mm-hmm. I pray a lot. And I just want, you know, wanted God to just, like, heal my heart, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, because initially coming out of it, I was like, I don't ever want to be married again. And um, I'm still kind of there Do you feel differently now? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not and, really. And healing takes time, and it's it a process. Does. And I think it's, it's, it's a little truth to Kim. To Kim's- but I'm getting my master's in family marriage and therapy right now. Oh, really? And it it has helped that. me a lot oh, as far as, like, you learn coping mechanisms. Right. You learn like things mm-hmm. about yourself that you may need to change. Absolutely. We have like thought processes mm-hmm. that are integrated into our minds yeah. from things that we see, from right. stuff that we hear. Right. And I think it's important to at least just try. Right. And if Absolutely. you don't like it. And I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I just have not done the work. And so, you know, on I know level. that they're on that level. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have done some work on me. Yeah. Um, and they've seen the growth in me, mm-hmm. you know, because I was a different person when I was married. She was. So, um, that I saw. That you saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I you're in an unhappy she's situation, lighter. she's lighter. Yeah. You know, it, it really does have an impact on your whole mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yes, absolutely. So, yeah. so, let me move to you for a second because mm-hmm. you said you're single. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been married? I was. I was married. I want to hear about it. Well, it's ironic. Okay, so, but before we go there, I just want to point out, you said um, you were like, I want to leave, but how do I? Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, I don't know if you know, I might have told you, she was the reason I finally said I'm good. And the reason I said when that you we said met. you said you good. Oh, I, you left your marriage? Dude, she, she was, was the reason you left She your was, and I'm going to tell you why. But we met, um, we met in 97 I think I was like 28 27 um I was fresh out of living in Atlanta um I had broken up with my college sweetheart we had been together for five years and I later found out that his mom had recently died so we both were very broken I was looking for a couch mad because I had to work 11 to 7 I got attitude I'm sleepy but I need a couch he worked at Parnell's Furniture downtown on 3rd Avenue. And when I, it's a funny story because he'll tell people when he met me, he didn't like me. He called me bossy. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> when I met him, I didn't like him either because I was like, get your country ass someplace. <laughs> <laughs> but the second time I went, my salesperson wasn't there. He was the only one there. He had to help me. Mm-hmm. And he helped me um, pick my couch, get the sale, get the, the delivery. We never talked about exchanging numbers, but it was more pleasant than the first experience. And when I left, uh, when I got ready to leave, he had written his number down, but I had done the same thing, and we exchanged numbers. Mm-hmm. We had not. So it was like simultaneous. Like, yeah, I was gonna go, and I was I'm like, here, and he gave me his. <laughs> I think we. That's not what happened. I think no, we. we probably <laughs> but why are you um, making that face? We'll talk when it's my time. We'll talk okay. when it's my time. Um, I think that. We might have played like phone tag, um, 
like gonna go on a date, didn't go on a date. It had to be about six or eight months. So it was a minute. Um, when I finally went on a date with him, I was like, okay, he all right. And he just kind of stuck around. Mm-hmm. We got married. Um, and we got married in September. In November, he lost his job. Now, let me be clear. The fact that he lost his job wasn't a problem for me. The fact that he lost his job and didn't try to recover really quickly was my biggest issue. And me, I've always been a hustler. I've worked since I was 14. So I'm like, I got it. What was the gap? Like, so he lost his job and was it just kind of like um, kicked back to you? Basically. Okay. Basically. And it was a constant battle. That's 2000 and 2003. Here comes my son. Here comes my son looking like he spit him out <laughs> and loves his daddy's dirty draws. How do you separate that? Because I've been unhappy for three years. How do you, how do you navigate that? Well, did the unhappiness come from like him? What was the unhappiness? The unhappiness came from your unwillingness to help support us. And it um, went on for three years. Uh huh. He didn't much. work for three years. Oh, he worked off and on here and there, and then when he got a check, he lied about it. Everybody's check the right, but yours. He was hiding the money. Lying. He was paying all the bills. For the most part. Okay. And that's why I told, that's why when I finally was enough enough and I kept saying, I want to take care of myself. And she said, who do you think have been taking care of y'all? It was like an epiphany, like. Sidebar. There is always like a back and forth with people my age about, oh, you know, women don't carry their weight and they want somebody to pay off bills. I carry the weight. You guys hear this? The weight. For 14 years, I carried the weight. Let's be clear. Because here here comes my son three years in. So you got this man who's in the house with his black son, this black man. So I'm going to snatch him. This son who thinks his daddy hangs the moon every night. Sure did. My God. Hear me? Every night. (laughs) We couldn't go to a store without him saying, what are we going to get my daddy? Don't let no man speak to me. When we out, Cameron, as a baby, I got a daddy. It was bad, bad. He at some, at one point would tell um, he would. I think he had to be five or six. He would go upstairs because we still had a landline, and he would call and say, "Dad, what time are you coming home?" Like I'm kicking his ass in the house. I'm over. I've been over it. So what was the 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 day that you were just like? I've been over it. More. Let's be clear. I've been over it. I've been over it. We were in. Destin for Thanksgiving. The whole family. My whole family, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've been over it. Um, He was in a funky mood because I had gotten to the point if you ain't got no money, you can't go. (laughs) Got no money? That's the face. Can't go. So this particular trip. (laughs) Listen, because I didn't pay for so many. Do you you understand in that span how many family trips I paid for? And see, when Cameron came, you are you are non-factor to me. I need to make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hey, so during this time when like, and we're not gonna discount the fact that sometimes losing your job can cause depression. But now in it, but now the, this nigga wasn't depressed. The, the layover of the amount of years you had, you, you 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 you, you, you had a whole lot of hang time with your homeboys. My thing is this, he had depression, and I think I was a very supportive wife initially. So he did I think, have depression? I, if you did, you should have been over it in 14 years. Okay. And like I said, <laughs> you would get a job, and 
You no, can't. no, why you can't. Why would he be depressed? No. His life was great. Sweet. Well, initially, that nigga ain't had no depression. I told her from the Listen, beginning. What are you? What you don't even know this nigga? Kim, you don't know that I didn't. No, know No, but him. I'm saying that's where I was. Okay, that's where I was. You were. You were. And to me, this is this is an example that <clears throat> your family should love and support you. He ain't whooping my ass. You need to be there for me. I didn't like him from. But he didn't come out of the woodwork. He had been around for I know over that. a year. I'm just saying no. what I thought. So anyway, Where did your ass come from? Kim was very clear that you. she didn't like him. I don't trust you. Finish. I'm sorry. Um, like his ass, I was right. It was a family trip. Tracy said, "Who do you think has been taking care of y'all?" Because I had gotten to the point, yeah, I didn't pay for enough. Cameron is eight, nine. We good. Like if you ain't got no money, you can't go. <laughs> like bottom line. And my uncle, <laughs> who he was know, very close That's how you know she was fed up. She's taking the kids, everything. But her man... Ain't you here? Am I letting you stay here? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. But I was just to the... I'm just... I'm, you I'm, was at I'm a break good. point. I'm done. I'm, I'm good. You can go or you cannot. You can walk off short cliff. But because Cameron loved you so much, I couldn't wish what I wanted to wish on you. Mm-hmm. But I am miserable. Was there a point during that time where you were just like... I don't even want you touching me. Like, I don't even want to see you. Oh, absolutely. How long oh, baby, was he unemployed before? She was like, mm-mm. Uh-uh. Girl. It ain't even about, to me, it's not about the unemployment. It's the level of your effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep going to work. Baby, let me tell you something. Nobody can tell me anything because I've worked Walmart, McDonald's. I have she worked has. it. I've worked it. And I feel like with a husband, I shouldn't have to struggle that hard. Mm-hmm. Um... So, it, and it was off and on. It was off and on. You would get these little jobs. And I was mad at somebody. I will not call her name because I love her today. But he lied so many times about, I ain't get my check. I ain't get my check. Were you paying? I ain't get my check. Mm-hmm. Uh, such and such said, I ain't get my check. Such and such said, she ain't approved, so I ain't get my check. And I'm like, Hi, everybody. And this is how he, I know he knows it was a problem. Because I, when we first divorced, I would call him and I would say, hey, let me ask you a question. What's the words I hate most in this life? I ain't get my check. Red, you ain't going to believe this. Because that would be his. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Did you ever find out what he was doing with the excess money? You lying and you messing over money. Like, like I mean, on what level? When, before I left, my assumption was um, you were probably gambling and definitely in the strip club. And my straw, because I left, and I left with a full house full of new furniture. I left you functional with everything you needed. And a month later, you still needed my help. Here you come. No, worse. Nigga needed a place to stay. Here you come, but because these little eyes looking up at me, because they still love their daddy. They ain't Mm. seeing you for who you are. (sighs) Come on. I had to sacrifice my relationship with my sisters because they're over it. So when he came, they stopped coming. They stopped coming. I remember telling that nigga, this ain't even your house. Because I would go to their house and not speak to him. And it's wrong. As long as you acknowledge. But I I, I said it's wrong. You, but you, you I used to get mad when she would come and I 
speak to him? It bothered me because you, my sister, and you're supposed to love me. I loved you. So but she that's got, not she what got you're I didn't to love do. his ass. Okay, but let's let's but, let's re, let's let's fast forward. When you were in a situation that I didn't care for, I never mistreated you. Didn't him. and and what I learned through that is people's diff, the the different way in which we three handle yeah. situations. And I can say with my sisters, I can be too vocal. My sister had to tell me, you know, sometimes I just want to vent Khadija. I don't always want you to give me your opinion or right. it, I don't always want advice sometimes. I just want to vent. But as a sister and you telling me, you know what I'm saying, this dude doing all this stuff, it's my first reaction to be like, but yeah. I'm making you feel worse. You know what I'm saying? I'm piling on to how you already feel. Well, but she, it took me some she time. She didn't really to talk a lot about it, but mm-hmm. you saw it. Mm-hmm. You saw it. And for me, from the beginning, like I said, he was not a person that I would have picked for her. And she's right. When I was going through my thing, she, neither one of them. Let's pivot for a second. Okay. We ain't made it to this coming yet. <laughs> have you ever been married? No, I have not. Okay. Tell me about, have she ever been with somebody and it seemed like they were going to get married? Mm-hmm. Tell me about him. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Um, I met him. I I went to college as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I worked full time and was raising my children because I have two. And I um, met him at Faulkner. Mm -hmm. He was a firefighter. He was. We love a firefighter. We love a firefighter. But they are H-O-E-S. That wasn't even my. That wasn't really even my issue. Um, with him. Mm-hmm. So so we dated. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got engaged and we got engaged in December and in April shit just like went haywire. It was when I really realized I realized but I still, well let me say this. I feel like I'm the romantic in the family. Out of the three of us, would y'all agree? I wouldn't know. <laughs> she said, I never dated you before. <laughs> I feel like I'm more romantic. I feel like I'm the the person that ever since I was like a little girl, I just wanted to be married to somebody like my granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted him to work hard. I wanted him to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to be attractive. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to love his family. All these are characteristics of my grandfather. And these are the type of men that I pick. Men that work hard. Men that love their family. Men that's going to pay. Because I'm not paying. They say we pursue men that remind us of our father. Right. And my grandfather was my father figure. Mm -hmm. Um, So they... How y'all meet? We met at college. Okay. And then when when did y'all get into a relationship? Um... Maybe a year later. When did things get bad? And what was what were what was the underlying issue? I didn't know it then, but things got bad. Like we got in so we, we met, we started dating maybe maybe eight months to a year. Mm-hmm. And then we got engaged that a little more than a year. Mm-hmm. And things went left. We got engaged in December and we it went start it started going left. Um, maybe in March, but what was the one left? The 
una- unavailability. Mm-hmm. Um, the you work twenty four hours and you're off forty eight, and for the first twenty four hours you may not be available. But what you used to say was we ran all night, which is viable if you're a firefighter. But um, I got hurt in April. <laughs> I broke my leg. Walking the, it's not funny. I broke my leg walking the dog that he bought. What kind of dog was it? A Chinese Sharpay. His name was Graham. How big is a Chinese Sharpay? He's not that big, but it wasn't even the dog. The dog was much like myself. He, he would not. They say dogs take on their owner's personality. Did y'all think Graham had my personality? Mm-hmm. So we were. I was walking him. I had on some new scrubs. I was walking. And we went up a hill because the bushes were up the hill and Graham would not use the bathroom. You ever heard of a modest dog? Mm, sound like a spoiled dog. He was spoiled. Tell me about the trouble. So I'm getting ready to tell you. So so coming down the hill, I fell. Mm-hmm. I knew my leg was broken. And we lived across the street from where I was walking. And so I don't know if I called you first, him first. I don't know who I called first, but I called because I was down. She came, my aunt came. I'm calling him. I'm not getting an answer. Um, we go to the hospital. I have surgery. Fast forward. I'm handicapped because I have surgery on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They're not bathing. I'm not able to bathe for real in the hospital. So I'm freaking out because I need to immerse my body. Well, because I've had surgery, I can't. Mm-hmm. Put, I can't wait there, and I can't put my leg in water. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting there. And so... Tadisha <laughs> want to hear about the nuts and bolts. This is the nuts. I got to tell this part, do I not, so that she'll understand. So, anyway. She fell again because she wasn't waiting on me when I said, stay right there. Stay right there in the shower. I'll be right back. And she didn't. And you broke your what? <laughs> Left arm. Okay, okay, so tell me. So, this is where the turn came. Mm-hmm. I'm handicapped. Mm-hmm. I'm literally depending on. Hold on, pause. Wait a minute. I she broke her leg <laughs> on, Tuesday. on Tuesday. Do you understand me? After oh, she I... broke her leg, she tried to shower by herself, and then she broke her arm. His thing. I you, fell you, in you, the shower. You, 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 was, you was in the hospital with multiple professionals that could have helped you, but you opted to wait to get home. And when I get there and say, "I'll be right back," the soap was right here. So. He ultimately was in my A. Go ahead. He was in my A. And for at least eight weeks, Mm -hmm. there was no consistency. I had to depend on my family. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this nigga just asked me to marry him. And he is not like... How many weeks did he go missing? I mean, he it would be intermittent. So he would come around. Then he'd be like, I had to work. You know, I'd be tired. It was just... A literal shit show like I couldn't cook for myself because I got one arm and one leg so I got to wait on everybody so the the thing for me was not only was it embarrassing it was hurtful it was I felt abandoned I felt like this nigga literally just asked me to marry him four months ago and here we are and I can't even depend on you so I started thinking in my head 
maybe it's just too much because they say um, people in the medical field can't because he he's an EMT as well. People can't handle. I started making excuses mm. because since I was a little girl, I didn't want no kids. You know what I wanted? A husband. I wanted my grandfather in in my age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my grandfather was a provider. He was a he loved his family so much. You just you just know that he loved his family so much. We were <clears throat> such a priority for him. Um my granddaddy gave my grandmother everything she could have wanted. I'm trying to be like Diamond Leal. So when I see that you have similar characteristics, it draws me to you. Mm-hmm. But what I okay. but what I didn't just what I didn't realize is that in my quest to get my grandfather, this man was so broken, he was adopted. He had issues with his biological mother. He just was so... Do you feel like you were in a space where you were trying to help him? You felt like you could help him and give him the love that he needed? I, I did feel that. like, I yeah. did feel like yes. that. I, I think like a lot that. of times as women, we ignore we do. Like, the things do. that we may be lacking mm-hmm. because we have such nurturing spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you may not be doing the right thing, but you might be doing it because you hurt. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly... Ooh, but you know what's yes. You're yes. sacrificing your own happiness. Girl, we had broken up. She's right. We had broken up. It had been years. We would be off and on, and I finally decided... Oh, because I found out at one point the nigga had a baby with a white woman. Oh, you... What was the time frame? It was years, what like was time frame? it was. It was so many. I can't. I don't know because at this. The, Did when he I always give like jungle fever vibes. What type no. of what type of man was no. he? What type of black man? Apparently so. You see it don't you? Oh, she do. She do. Really, y'all. This what we gonna do today? I agree. But listen, can I, I please say, please, when he brought his dusty ass back, <laughs> I did not. Oh, I knew. You did not. Okay. And I, I knew you ain't like him. him. So I think there's a lesson to learn here that when people that we care about are in unfavorable situations, we just got to support them so they get to the other I, I side. I agree with that. Getting I agree their with asses as hard as it is, yes. it is if they're not getting their yes. ass beat. If you're, not in da- if you're not in imminent danger, yes, absolutely. But like you have to love people through their what they're own. going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to learn that this. though because the protective side of right. me will jump out in the, the logic We'll just, just go out the window. Yeah. We're each other's best friends. Like we were latchkey kids. It was it was Tell us the, three. The listeners, what latchkey kids mean? Oh, we got some suburban. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> A latchkey kid is when your mom works mm-hmm. and you leave home because she's already gone to work. You have the key. You have to let yourself out. Lock up the house. And then when you come home, she's not there or no one, no adult is there and you have to let yourself in, yeah, let yourself lock in. yourself in and be and just and don't be, you don't answer, answer, door. Door. You don't answer the door. That's it. Yes. Do not open that and door. And if she no call, you better you call and let her ring three times to hang up so you know it's her and then she gonna right. call back. So, so you answer. Answer. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. That's it. That's, That's it. it. So That's so yeah, we were latchkey kids and so for for the most part, we were we were it. Mm-hmm. We were it for each other. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Alabama. 
Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Y'all ain't from Alabama. No, baby. How long y'all? How no, long baby. I was 12. We are. She was 9. For me, it's been 43 years. Yeah, okay. I was 8. So, yeah, we we been, been, we we're a little kid. We yeah. my crazy family. From the beginning. Okay, so, Funny story. Seriously. Now, when we met them, loved them. Mm-hmm. I, you guys, my if you know me, you know my aunties. They my homegirls. It's a significant age difference, but them is my girls. And right. they just be giving me the way of life. Right. I've met my extended aunties. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. And these are my girls. And they be dropping gems. But so long oh, story short, we we Didi, Quita, we hung out. Um, you know, loved them through high school and later found out that our parents hung out in Boston with Auntie Rose. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when they were about mm-hmm. teenage years, so yeah, yeah, they knew each other, and we didn't even realize that they knew each other mm-hmm. because we were always so yeah. So and we really related. We really related. Yeah. Yep. Related. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, I want to switch gears mm-hmm. a little bit because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, women are seen as like the victims and situations. But one of the things that I really try to like let my homeboys know is. These ain't the same women that, like, you know, when your granddaddy had a family three streets over mm, across the street. Oh, no. These not them same women. No. Uh, oh, no. I, w- I would say not. So now, I would say my not. question is, have you ever cheated? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Mm-mm. I've never been married, so I don't know that that's I ain't say I cheated in my marriage, but yes, I've cheated. I want to so know. is a boyfriend... Cheating. Mm-hmm. Is it cheating? Because if, if you, you cheat on you, oh yeah, is it cheating if you cheat on you? So tell me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What happened? What, what made you cheat? Basically, for me, I am all in. If I'm in a relationship, I'm all in. But when I can't get what, what I need, then this is the crazy part. I'm going to warn you. Hmm. What's the warning? What a warning sound like? I am not getting what I need from you. Mm-hmm. I am I'm I'm needing more attention. I'm needing more affection. I'm needing you to do more. Like I warn you, and I I I remember telling someone. <laughs> so fellas, listen to the signs. If you don't want your you might girl to cheat on the signs. I need. I won't. I'm not getting. Hey, what I'm are you unhappy. saying? Is she not asking about where you been? Getting. Yeah, Johnny Taylor spoke Johnny your best. Taylor told y'all. Hold on, what's the other song? Maybe I deserve mm-hmm. tank. <laughs> yeah, tank. this yes. generation might get yes. that one. Yeah, like literally. Mm-hmm. So keep going. So, so for me, I have cheated. She can't even get out. I no, no, no. I had to choose my words carefully. Uh, okay. I have cheated for having to repeat multiple times that I'm unhappy. Um, I told someone, I I don't know how long I can be faithful in this situation. Yes, when I'm not getting what I need. Mm-hmm. Which led to me cheating and meeting my fiance. So, my, excuse me, former fiance. <laughs> because the guy that I was with, I had been with for years. And mm-hmm. Um, good guy, um, just busy and unavailable, all of it. You, you, you weren't able to 
meet me where I needed so you to meet me. The guy that swooped in and said today, where mm-hmm. he came from? He came from college. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, so who did you cheat with? Is yeah. Oh, I cheated with my the the guy in the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you were yes. Yeah, I cheated. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. was the thing. Don't worry about it when it was. And you know what? I saw something recently. It said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stick around and show you how to cheat and not get caught. Mm. And that is so very, very, that very is word. Can you put a, Can you remind me to come back to that one? That's a that word. For me personally. And I mean, we're just, we're just generally, we as women, we both yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And we... We, 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 I, I wasn't gonna say that because to make you gentlemen it, think y'all was a little slow. Like but men, men have a routine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all don't know that y'all got a routine. They are clueless. It might be you might call me every day on your lunch Baby. break. You might text me at a certain time during the day. You yes. might stop on the way home. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? You might Creatures call me. Creatures of habit. So the thing and is, what y'all don't understand. Is that when you when it's another person added in the equation? You gonna switch it y'all up? Y'all break the habit. You know what I told a man? You just can't help yourself because you don't know you got habits. Yep. But I'm your lady, and I know right. you got habits. I don't want you to call me on your mm-hmm. that those are the things that we watch forward to, mm-hmm. and we um we cater to mm-hmm. those habits. So when they change, it's like Whoa. you notice something. You missing. already know. Oh, nope, that's how you got us. So right. you, you think you can um skip a day? So my thing has always been this: like Kim, Kim is a little nice with it. Therapy has honestly helped me not be such a. What bitch. you mean? I'm nice with it. You nice with it? Cause I'm gonna tell you, you think I won't fuck nobody else? Mm. You think I'm? You think I'm just gonna stay here and wait on you to do what you're supposed you supposed to? You think I nice won't? With it? That, I no, mean, Kim I is nice with it. Oh, uh, I didn't say. I said that's no, the I'm not gonna say I would that. say. You wouldn't say that exactly. Mm-hmm. No, and so I'm let me not. Ask you this. So let me the, tell. The like, guy I, that you decided like I'm gonna get some dick from him. What was he giving off that made you be like attention? Attention. The same thing I wasn't giving from you that I've told you. You gotta do better. Same thing Kim said. Uh-huh. You gotta do better. Hey, because you can never say I have been a very transparent person. Because I would expect that from you. Mm-hmm. It is a no judgment zone. But say what you got to say. We grown, grown. So I'm going to tell you exactly what my issues are. Now, what you do with that. But you're going you. to get your warning shots. Exactly. You're going to get your Like, you I'm telling you. I, I you feel are. like it's the same thing as when you when you getting ready to leave. I'm trying to tell you because I want to make this work. I want to make it work. Right. I want us to work. But I can't make you do this. How can we work together? So by the time you look the other way, it is what it is. If we end it, we good. And you're none the wiser. What did we used to say when we was out? If we going to get in trouble, we going to make it count. I agree. I like that. I told a guy just Friday. Yeah. I said the thing because he likes to tell me. Um, how it was back in the day when your grandmother didn't um, make a big deal about your grandfather. I said, that was clown. I said, hold on. I said, the difference is. Tell me the difference. The difference back then is that. What was granddaddy doing? Granddaddy was taking care of it all. He was taking care of at home. He was taking care around the corner. Mm-hmm. I said, the difference in then and now is that men are clueless. Mm-hmm. I said, if I said what you need, what men need to do is have a woman teach y'all how to cheat. This is the one on one right here. Well, I said, cheat, how to treat us. I said, <laughs> I said, women probably would not be 
as bitchy if you were cheating, if you were keeping up with the shit that you were supposed to do with her. Do you understand I said, me? I said, you men fall off. I said, this is my thing. Have 20 motherfucking women if that's what you want. My thing but is to be every can you 21 take care of and every one of those 20 women need to be getting exactly what I said y'all can't manage. That's it. And y'all I'm can't saying, manage. That's it. That's it. Y'all that's can't it. manage. That's I said, it. but ask a woman. She'll t- she'll t- she'll show, show you how, how to do it and right. do it right. right. I said, cause oh I'm sorry. I don't feel like it's it's everybody. But specifically for my generation, and now it might be environmental, but the men and it's not all y'all. I don't speak in generalizations. Right. They, a, a lot of the guys that I come across, they leave a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. As far as like being handy. Mm-hmm. The, the thought of being a provider be making these men sick to their stomach. I can't understand. And it, it's so crazy to me because a lot 50, of men 50. that want a traditional woman. Traditional women what's didn't traditional? work. You ain't no traditional woman. Because what's traditional for us is to work, to provide, to get it, to raise the kids, to go to school. That's what's traditional for us. So when you say they want a traditional woman, then when you outshine him or you out-educate him, now he ain't too educated. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody said something on Twitter and it hurt my soul, but it was the truth. And it was like a lot of black women don't have dating standards. Come on. We Come don't. on. What do we talk about? Because the thing is, like, when you are intentional and you know what you want, you had that conversation on the front end. You you stick around and wait and see right. what somebody right. else wants. Do you want this or do you not? Right. Yeah. It's simple. And then why but, don't we just when when he says that's not what he wants, you believe in him and take it. But a lot of us, right? Maybe not a lot of us. A good percentage of us feel like we can change somebody's mind. Uh-huh. And the the, the same reality of it is you can't. Yeah. Gonna stick around and convince him that mm-hmm. that's not what he wants. No. You can stick around, no. but he gonna be the person that he told you. He already was. told you. Yeah. He already, he already told, told you. That's that low-hanging fruit, y'all. I'm gonna stick to it, and I mean it because I think that the standard is lower. Um, it's The the bar is in hell. It is. And that and makes, it difficult, it makes it difficult for people. But it's yeah. the, the, the truth of the matter is, you can find pussy under a rock nowadays. Well, no, yeah. let's be clear. Yeah, you can find pussy under a rock nowadays, but what men don't seem to understand is you can fuck whoever you so choose. If you're single. If you so choose. But I so promise you. No, what I'm, no, not you. You, not you, not them. Women. Women oh. can fuck whoever they want right, to. Right, 99.9% of the time, men, y'all, making a, y'all make a conscious choice to go find these young ladies that have absolutely no no morals and no standards standards but you got to no think about it you know why if if somebody come across somebody like me i ain't gonna toot my own horn but i i, you I have standards. It. you better it. Beep, 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 beep. you got to come with it you got to come with romance. Absolutely. You got to come with effort. Yeah. Finance. You got to be texting me like you you know how to read. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so when you come across somebody like that, it's like, oh, hell no. Nah, she want too much. She, she too I uh, what, what did they but call I do. High maintenance. I do. Mm-hmm. You want too much. Or I she do. stuck up. I do. Or she, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, but the, the, Go the, ahead and pick that fruit up off the ground, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the rotten apple. But that rotten apple going to tell your stomach. But that anybody can touch. <laughs> <laughs> 
easy to get to, <laughs> and everybody can I touch. said that raw nipple gonna tear your stomach up. Yeah. And y'all complain when y'all get baby mamas that's just like awful. You chose them. You know what I'm saying? You you was you, you chose them. You was fucking the way somebody looked, mm-hmm. and not their mindset, not their yep. morals, not yep. their values. You just care about how they look. The big ass is the is the is the craze. And again, men, it's not everybody. No. But in in today's society, the dating pool got pissed in. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. I be trying, Mm y'all. And there are genuine people. I just, I be trying real hard not to say it's just a cesspool, but it just is something different. It's something different. And that ain't just in your generation. That's ours too. Our generation. My mother's generation. These old ass niggas ain't trying to do nothing. I ain't gonna say that there are some out there that are absolutely there are some that are absolutely gems and there are some I'm like who the fuck raised you but there are there are some really good men out there but then there are some men that like case in point talking to this guy getting to know him and we just going back and forth kind of like a debate Mm -hmm. and he starts to tell me how you know well black women are they're raised to be independent and um they're not submissive and other gotta be independent what did he say other cultures raise their their daughters to be wives my hand up and i told him (laughs) i said the african-american demographic has the lowest amount of two-parent households Mm -hmm. of any Any demographic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and a lot of times it is not the larger percentage is single parent mother homes, mm-hmm. not single father. Yeah, not yep. single so when you're fathers. a mother and you got to do everything, yeah, right. you got to be mom and dad, right. you got to carry the financial responsibility, you got to be a role model, it may not always look feminine. Right. It may not always look cute, but unfortunately, that's the position that's that we position put into. Put in. But one thing that I see less often than not Men don't hold their friends accountable that Mm-mm. are absent fathers. Mm-mm. Y'all run a club with, with y'all friends with that seen they children and with them. Not only men, women. I'm not laying up with no man that got kids out there that Free, you ain't seen about. Care to the people. Because the first thing the I'm going to ask you is how is such and so? Mm-hmm. You saying such and so? And you can't tell me no, but so many times before I be like, yep, nope. And I told him I don't block people no more. I need you to see me, see you. And not answer because mm-hmm. what is wrong with you? It is something wrong with a, a woman that is okay laying up with a man mm-hmm. that won't see about his own. Because I promise you, it's only, see about it's, your only it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. So, her ex husband, um, today there is a young lady that he deals with. Love her. And we call her our sister wife, like I was married to him I don't too. Call her that. She's our sister wife. You know what I'm no, she's nice, but I don't know you like that. Uh-huh. This, but but I know enough about her to uh-huh. be able to call her that because one thing I can say about her, that's her sister wife, not mine. She sees about my baby. She sees about my Still nephew, today. and she today. and she makes him take care of my nephew. And so I can see you out and I'm going to hug you because I appreciate that about you because she ain't, they ain't pitting each other against, you know, each other about this man. Because one thing about it, she don't want him. We ain't, but he can't stand the fact. He cannot stand it. we have just a relationship here. He can't stand the fact that we He doesn't like it. Because you know what? You think I'm going to tell some of your secrets, nigga? Don't worry. She going to figure them out sooner or later. I told her that what was the incident, Carol? And I was like, no, you need to talk to her because she has not been that person to you or Cameron. 
he tries to pit and he tries to um, like plant stories and plant, you know, ideas. And we just have decided we're going to have a conversation. If it's any, whatever it was, I don't remember specifically. Yeah, mm-hmm. because see, you don't, you don't want her to know too much. Mm-hmm. Trust me, she knows. She, she don't want to talk. He don't want to talk to each other. He don't want yeah. us talking at all. But when I, when, when Cameron was younger and I would look at the app and see him at her house, I knew my child was fine. She will call me today. He is a college student. She'll say, hey, tell Cameron to look into this. Hey, this opportunity may be out there for Cameron. I appreciate the woman that she is because she was a single mother and she looked after mine when he was in her. I ain't got no beef with you. Right. How I ain't got no beef with him. So, so you know? we always show her love because Absolutely. of the woman she yeah. made. She was to Cameron and Carol. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, yeah, you are sister wife. Where's my yeah. sister wife at? Yeah, I, 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 I will her. tell anybody I love her. Yeah, and she's, she's never sweetheart. done anything to me. Who you choose to love? And I tell anybody, shit, it took me 10 years to leave. So I ain't mad at nobody who have to get their bearing and decide this ain't what I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there's not enough of women celebrating each other. Mm-hmm. We are so mad and you you looking sideways. Listen, if you can make him do what I couldn't, good, <laughs> good for, for you. you. Good for you. I'm not mad about anything or anybody because I know in my heart of hearts, and I was telling somebody this, people can say whatever they want to about me. You can never say I mistreated you. Right. Mm-hmm. This nigga can make me his villain all day long. But it doesn't matter. Hold what you got. He gonna tell on himself. Mm-hmm. And you gonna be having to come to me and want to apologize for the shit you thought I did <laughs> or thought I said because he's showing his true colors. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how I appear. I've never been the angry ex-wife or the jealous baby mama. Listen, I'm a, the most I'm gonna do, if we at an event together and I know your ass got a tab, Flanagan, let me get two vodka that's the most I'm going to do. I ain't checking for you. We can't keep him from over there by us when we out. I'm like, aren't you here with someone? Where's your date? So let me ask you guys this. If you could think back over like your past relationship experiences and the growth personally from you and maybe the other person, like what would you feel like? was some some lessons that you really learned like about yourself mm, and we can good. start with that's, that's good that's good though what i learned about myself is that i am well i've already i've always known that i'm very much a romantic but what i have to do is put my overall desire to be have what my grandmother had to the side to really evaluate the individual now i'm gonna say this every guy that they know that i've dated is a good dude like would you not say like good at the core yeah just had flawed um just had issues but don't we all yes but i'm getting ready to say that hinder our relationship from going further but as i've like i'm friends with all of them Mm -hmm. and the guy i'm dating now he's like I can see why people would be your friend. What I've taken from that is that just like I've grown, mm-hmm. other people have had to go through that transformation as well. Right. And so you have to extend grace to people. Right. You have to you have to be forgiving. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is when something doesn't work out, you can't I mean, of course there's there's normally one person to that bears the brunt, most of the blame. 
but you can't you, gotta let it go. you you can't hold that against them, but you also have to look at the role that you played. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was engaged, I wanted to be married so bad that I just let shit just... It was so ridiculous. Did, so you learned what about yourself? I learned that, future. that I have to stop... Take the glass and grow. That's it. Off. That's it. That's very good. Say that again. That's Take very your rose-colored glasses off for what you want it to be. Exactly. Okay. You you have to really look at things and, and accept them for what they are. Mm-hmm. And I remember giving this dude his ring back, hoping that that was the trigger that would make him say, no, damn, no. But you know what? I wanted to be with him, so I kept being with him. Mm-hmm. You have to love yourself enough. That's it. You took my answer. You <laughs> have to love yourself enough yeah, to walk away. And to understand that right. this situation may not work, but there is someone, and I and I feel like women kind of give up on, they give up on love. They do, the love or the idea want. that that they're gonna get it. I'm ever hopeful. Mm-hmm. That's I, good. I'm ever hopeful That's because good. one thing I know is that God is a God of restoration. He is. He he restores. He gives you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, he will give you like in every. I t- I think we had this conversation. Everything God I've asked God to give me, I've seen manifest except for this. It's something you're not. Getting. It's something in me. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting. I say work on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, trust God, and and pray. Be selective. Pray. Right, trust God, pray, and be selective because that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's ready to hop in. Come on, pick it back off of that. Very good. I agree. Everything you said, um, the thing in you that too, but the thing in you, real quick before I forget, is the same thing in me. God is like this man that I got for you is gonna come in your life, and you're gonna lose your damn mind. I need you to remember, I'm still God. And until I get to a place where he says it doesn't matter what's going on in front of you because I am living answer prayers, God is like, you're not there yet mm-hmm. because you want this thing mm-hmm. and I'm still God. Mm-hmm. But the thing I've learned just from relationships, just from my marriage is I matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You do that. The you do love that. that I give, I deserve. Absolutely. And you will have it. And I will not settle. I'm so I'm so proud of you for that. Don't Mm-mm. be crying, man. Okay, well. <laughs> Tracy, go ahead. And like, so hey. many times we settle mm-hmm. and we question a real, 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 real quick, less than 30 seconds. There's this guy that I absolutely when I tell you love. Mm-hmm. He never touched me, but I love him. It is something about his spirit, but we not there. And it makes you question with all the work you've done, what's wrong with me? Mm. There is nothing wrong with me. nothing wrong with you. That's just not who God has. And I had to say, God, you mean to tell me you got somebody better than, like I want, but I want him. And God's like, no, you can't have him. Right. So I have to remind myself often that, you matter and you deserve everything that you want. Don't stop being the person you are and do not settle. I agree. So go ahead. 
really quickly for me. So um, what I've learned is you have a voice and you have, if you're at the point that you have to address issues, which you will in any relationship, you have nothing to lose, but you have so much to gain. So be vocal and, and be intentional about what you want and and because that communication is going to open up so many doors you know so that's just one of the things that i've learned like you have the right to be vocal and say hey this doesn't work for me and like i don't like when you did thus and so and mm -hmm. and if you have a person that's receptive they will sit they will listen and they will be willing to work through those things and so that's what i've learned about myself they ain't, they ain't. That's on them. The thing is, like, talking to y'all when we were in Destin, um, even though I was heavily inebriated, <laughs> the, okay. like, y'all words stuck with me so much because I was, I could tell it was coming from a place of experience mm -hmm. and I could tell it was coming from a place of, like, we care Love. about you. Exactly. And, Absolutely. like, in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, if I could just, like, get all my friends in one spot. And get him a microphone, like <laughs> give us yeah. all the games right. together, right? Because the like the thing is like y'all life experiences mm -hmm. have allowed you guys to form like ideologies that you know what you want, right? You right. put yourself first, right? And for I think, and it's not again I don't speak in generalizations, so it's not all of us. I don't remember which one of y'all was talking the night we were on the phone, but one of y'all said the problem with y'all, Khadija, is that y'all don't ask for nothing. This generation and with me. And it is like everything goes. Yes. Oh my God. Netflix and chill. Situationship. Like come over at 10. Hell no. My mama used to say, if you got to be the last stop of the night, no thank you. Go where you been all day. She sure did. Like everything goes. I refer to it as low hanging fruit. And I can say low-hanging fruit, and they know what I mean. And low-hanging fruit is easily accessible. Mm -hmm. These women, some of these women in our in in, in you guys' generation, ours it's too. just well, yeah, ours too. It's it anything is. goes. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. in you my mother's generation. Ass and titties all yeah. over the internet. You want to send pussy pics? He want to send dick pics? I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's gonna stay in the cloud associated with my account. Y'all want to um. It's okay, just come by, and it's just no requirements. Low-hanging fruit is easily, anybody can touch it. You require nothing. You so require you get nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. nothing. Oh, my God. You require <laughs> I really hope that it resonates with a lot of people, just the same, like, you require nothing. Nothing. So you get nothing. And everybody can touch you. And I think, like, and we spoke about this, too, like, my plight is men meet me. Right. I think I want too much. But I'm just asking for you the don't. bare minimum. You do not. Like no, you you're don't. never, you're never gonna come to my house before we go on a date. Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna come to your house before Absolutely we go on a date. Not. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I want you to stop saying I ask for too much. You do you, not. You do not. You, ask you deserve too much what person. you want. Yes. Yes. You, you deserve to have everything mm -hmm. that you're willing to give. Mm -hmm. So if you want something in something in particular, ask for it because you have a right to have it. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna do yourself a disservice. So why, like in every area of life, the we're not going to do ourselves that those that don't. We're not going to do ourselves a disservice. So why in relationships do we work hard? 
Mm-hmm. We love hard. Mm-hmm. We, we, we ride for the people we love. We expect greatness. And then when it comes to relationships, we just Settle. are like, well, okay. well he's the only on. one that said, well, the, re- the reason I held on to, to said person so long in that engagement is because I said in my head, it took 35 years for someone to ask me to marry them as much as I wanted to be married. If I walk away from this, you might not get mm-hmm. that opportunity. But you know what? You gotta you just will. be okay with that. Damn, and I don't Whether you do. And so I do want to say for like the girls that are my age, like if you're in your 20s, like 30s, and you're trying to navigate through dating, like don't settle. Please don't I know settle. the culture, like we live in a, a really big hookup culture. And mm-hmm. if that's what you want, then that's what you want. That's perfectly fine. Really that, but but if that's it? not what you want, don't, don't conform mm-hmm. to that. If you want a meaningful relationship, don't be a nigga. Stop after the club. Yeah. Right. You have Please to require don't. more because yeah. the thing is, as a community, if we start to require more, they would have to rise have to the to occasion. Rise because if more women rose to the occasion, more men would have to rise to the occasion. That's right. That's that's the only choice they got. At the end of the day, women are to be pursued. I don't care what nobody says. Right. We are the prize. And that's but it. That does that not negate the fact that is it, knowing men that. are valuable as well, That's yes. right. but the Bible says, "He who finds a wife finds That's a good thing. thing." It does not say she who she finds, finds a husband. husband. You know what I'm saying? Hook and up he, after the club, right? <laughs> but again, this is no shade to no the people. Shade. If you decide to get your freak on, get your freak on. But if you know deep down in your heart of hearts that you want like a meaningful relationship, mm-hmm. don't allow somebody to sway you from their opinion mm-hmm. just so you can get mm-hmm. some of their time. I agree. Right. You deserve. I had guys that tell me all the time, like, oh, I can't come by your house. I don't know you. No, no. You're not about to knock me upside my head out, okay? No. 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 Here's my thing. He could be a stalker. He could be anything. Because I will say this. The one, it's very few times that a man has been in my house before they've taken me out. Mm -hmm. I let this one guy just come sit outside with me and say hello. And the next night. He was banging at my door. Oh, see what I'm saying? So it's just you like had no way you, of you knowing. Gotta get to know people. Yes, exactly. Yes. This yes. one right here used to get on my nerves watching um, investigation you discovery. Just bad. That's I my, know. That's my Hold on. She used to watch A and E. Come on. I started watching some of that. I almost got away. What is it that you watch? All of it. I, I like. I caught my serial killer. What's my show? Killer. I can't um, watch none of that. I live alone. I'm not doing that. But, but, you, but I survive. It, I survive. But I'm it's informative. That. It is. It le- it gives you it a peek into people's psyche but I'm not and the things lie. they think of. I'm the person in my family where they be like, see what Khadija is. I've picked strangers up off the side of the road. Please don't. I travel alone. But it's the empath in me. But I'm not going to lie. Watching some of that stuff has really. Please, ladies, watch it. We are definitely going to be checking on you. Don't pick up nobody today. It's not not a safe. We don't live in a safe world. And everybody's intentions are not good intentions. You have good intentions. But yours are. Yours are. But I have learned. Please, that, ma'am. Like, you know, yeah. please. Hey, you cannot. Yeah, you can't trust somebody standing on the side of the road. Yeah. 
because it's not for our family. It's, it's not so that anybody's annoying. trying to keep up with you. I don't give a damn where you are. <laughs> it's that somebody needs to have a point of reference. This is where where she was. Where she right. was. Where I need somebody to know where I am, where I'm going, what's going on. I'm in at home. I talked to him. I was like, stay on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. It's dark out here. My mama. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you just hold the phone, stay on the phone with me because we're just in a space where people it, are just... It shy. resonates with us because we had a tragedy in our family years ago where our aunt was trying to go home from a, a study, study, or was it study session or something? Club. It was like she was out with some school yeah, friends. Yeah, she was out with some school okay. study. And study. she is in a driveway. Mm-hmm. From from what we've been told, mm-hmm. she was in the driveway. She was parked in an alley. I she was coming out. Oh, okay. And the man um, got her carjacked. Mm-hmm. Her, he killed her. Mm-hmm. And I never understood the the gravity in which my grandfather would. Cause I used to when in my twenties I was about it. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Before cell phones. That's how you, that's really, I was but see, that's the thing, I'm going to say this, y'all are very well spoken, so I'm Thank in you. here trying to figure out, like, how they know my folks, because my folks really shoot them up, bang, bang, but it's, but, but let me tell you something, do know, don't, don't, let them know, Please. I do mean, know now, this is, this is the real us, but there is another side, we mm-hmm. just, we're adults, we, I mean, you know, you we try to roll, head we head try head. to be buttoned up when we can, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that tragedy, I never understood why my grandfather would tell me, if you can't, because I remember telling him specifically one time, I'm going to see how many drinks I can get tonight. Really? You told your granddad of that? Yes. Okay. He said, if you can't, can't buy, buy your, your own, own drinks, then stay your ass at home. Period. baby. And I was like, why he tripping? I'm just, I mean, the guys just be wanting to buy me a drink. But when I found out the story, Mm-hmm. The because we never asked about it because it was just always, and like, they they never were very open right. about wanting to talk about right. it, which I understand. Yeah, that was their it oldest was, daughter. It was you know a lot, yeah. It was so, a lot, and he found her. He was the one that found her. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, because we're gonna get ready to wrap up, but. Girl, we need a part two. We, we, <laughs> we do. We should do a part two. Let's do a part two. But, so I will say this before we wrap. I just feel like a lot of the gems that I got from you guys, the dating advice, even the bra and panting advice, like it was insightful. It was helpful. And it just kind of got me to thinking, even when we talk about like, y'all was real heavy. I'm like, don't accept nothing less than what you want. Not being too difficult. No, and, you're absolutely and a lot right. of that stuff really resonated with me. And I know, like, you know, dating is just so crazy right now. And I just feel like a lot of my girls and girls my age were would be able to benefit from a conversation with yeah. y'all. So I thought I would just bring yeah. it to y'all. Y'all are the prize. You yeah. are the absolute prize. That's, that's what I think young women may not necessarily realize. Um, you don't know what friend you have that has low self-esteem. They didn't even know. It was me. I was their sister. I was popular. Hell, I didn't even know I was popular. But you don't know which one of your friends may be struggling with Mm -hmm. self-perception. And they are willing to accept anything to get a a feeling of love and attention. Being wanted. Yep. But I I do want to say this, if we can do a part two. Um, the guy that I date, we have a lot of in-depth conversations about dating, 
men's perceptions about women so many things it i'm like why are not why are men just not honest with women and just tell them this is how i perceive you this is how i see you you'll never get anybody if you're doing i'm like man this shit is this shit is good like you you giving you dropping so we might have to see if he want to come he don't give it i will Listen, we have lots of those conversations and that be good shit. Mm-hmm. That be good shit. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dee's Daily Dose. I'm here with Kim, Tracy, and Carol. Yes. Signing out. Signing out. Bye guys.